Hi everyone, Dr. John Finn here. Welcome to another episode of the Tougher Minds podcast. Today we're going to talk about hybrid, flexible, agile work, different companies are calling it different things. But lots of people are talking about this at the moment and making decisions about what has been termed the new world of work. We're working with many clients of ours on this uh, on this topic. And, and I, I want to focus on a few things today, one of them being Apple's approach to this, because that's got many headlines, and I think it's really interesting. Before I go there, I think the first question we need to ask ourselves in this space, and the first question we're getting our clients to ask themselves is, what is the aim of this new way of working? Why are we doing it? What outcomes do we want it to achieve? And I think the number one outcome that we have to prioritise new ways of working achieving are helping our people's brains to work properly. Why? We live in a world described as the VUCA world, which is the volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous world. That means that the modern world only has one constant, and that constant is change. The change is getting faster and faster and faster. And we hear stats like the, the lockdown period over the last 18 months or so has accelerated our use of technology, for example, by, I think, two or three years. What change means is that what you did last year to be successful probably isn't going to be exactly the same thing that you need to do this year to be successful because the technology is changing all the time. That means that our roles and responsibilities are changing all the time. So what the VUCA world brings is lots of problems that we need to solve. It brings lots of stress. But it means that the companies that are going to win in the medium to long term are not the companies that are the wealthiest now. It's not the companies that are, have the smartest people. It's the companies that are best at adapting. And if you're going to be good at adapting, you need your people to be good at solving problems. If we go back in the time machine to the first, the second, and to an extent, the third industrial revolutions, where we have much more of a factory model, where once you've learned your, once you learned your job as a young person, you could pretty much do that same job for the rest of your life and you didn't really have to learn too much or, or develop your skill set. But that isn't the case as we enter the fourth industrial revolution. Everyone needs to keep changing and adapting themselves to meet the, new, the challenges of, of the VUCA world, to overcome the problems and also to optimise the, the, on, on the opportunities that present themselves. So in order to do that, we need our people's brains to be working properly, more than ever before. We see mental health being a bigger topic than ever before, and there's talk now of a mental health pandemic coming because of this lockdown period that, that we've been in. If people's brains are working properly, that's going to help us to manage those challenges better. But also, we need people's brains to be working well if they are going to be able to think in a creative, innovative way. The core foundations of 
solving problems in teams is communication and collaboration. And a team is potentially far better able to solve problems than an individual is. And this is Homo sapiens' unique survival advantage. We're not the biggest or fastest or strongest animal on the planet. What we are is better than any other animal at working intelligently in teams. So we've worked together through our 300,000 plus years on the planet in teams to solve problems, including to work out how to light fires and create the first wheel, and then more recently, create vaccinations to fight against COVID and things like this. But the power of any organisation is its people's brains working together, communicating and collaborating in order to solve problems, to, to overcome the challenges the business are facing for themselves or, or for their clients. So whatever new model of work we're going to adapt, it needs to prioritise helping people's brains to work properly. And if we just think about this pure remote model that many people have been forced to adopt, that brings about some challenges with communication and collaboration. So the core, the, the core technology we have in our brains to help us to communicate and collaborate are called mirror neurons. And these sites in the brain allow us to read other people. They allow us to read their emotions. How are they feeling? Are they getting what I'm, what, what I'm saying to them? Are they understanding me? Are they angry with me? Are they focused? Are they engaged? So these mirror neurons are absolutely essential for helping us to communicate and collaborate. And when we found ourselves on video conferencing, the mirror neurons don't work as well. They're designed for in-person interaction. So when we're only working with our colleagues via remote means, like video conferencing, the main technology we have in our brains to help us to communicate and collaborate is compromised. So this is a problem. And I think there are probably three, three issues then that emerge from that when we're thinking about the pros and cons of agile, remote, flexible working, whatever we want to call it, and the pros and cons of the, of the new models we're going to ad adapt going forwards. If we're purely working remotely, or if we have any element of, of significant remote work in our new work patterns, it will mean that teamwork is more difficult. Because teamwork is going to be easier if you're in person. There's a way around that. It means that we have to pay more attention to what good teams do and help our teams to understand that so that they can, more, they can be more proactive in contributing towards the team's success. And this is some of the, the work that we're doing in our habit mechanic and chief habit mechanic training programs. Connected to that, it's going to be harder to lead if we're working remotely. Most leaders get promoted to the leadership positions because they're really good at getting in a room with people, bringing energy and you know, influencing people's behaviour in a really positive way when, when they're in the same room as them. But of course, when we start to work remotely, that 
superpower gets taken away. So leading is going to be more difficult. Again, there are ways around that. We have to help our leaders to develop their leadership repertoires. We do that through our Team Power Leadership model, where we help leaders to analyse their, their leadership habits and build new ones. And that's a core part of our Chief Habit Mechanic programme. But leadership is harder when, it, when we're working in agile, uh, flexible, hybrid formats. So we have to give our leaders better training to help them to do better in those situations. And the third factor that really is a fallout of it being more difficult for teams to function well and it being more difficult to lead is that we are going to be more reliant on people being good at self-management. Because people are going to be, when they're working remotely, they're going to be left more to their own devices and they're going to, they're going to be, we're going to be more dependent on them manage their, managing their own behaviour, which is extremely challenging in the VUCA world, in the attention economy, which is why we're seeing a, an, in, an increase in mental health problems, for example. However, that's the challenge, but we can overcome the challenge, and the way that we overcome that is we teach people to become habit mechanics so that people do know how to manage themselves, do know how to give themselves the best chance of being at their best more often. So in short, the, 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 the things we have to consider when we're creating our new ways of working, whether it's what we call it hybrid, remote, flexible... I think we've got to prioritise helping our people's brains to work properly because that's going to help them to communicate and collaborate in order to get to, to solve problems so that so the teams can can adapt and adjust and, and keep thriving in the VUCA world. The problem, the specific problem with the remote working piece is that it makes teamwork harder, it makes it harder to lead and it it means that we're going to be more dependent on people self-managing. And what we're seeing at the moment is lots of different businesses talking about lots of different ways they're going to ask their people to work. Because every, every business is ultimately different. And businesses are making decisions based on what they think their people need. One of the stories that's really got press attention recently is Apple's approach because they're taking a slightly different approach. I think it would be fair to say that most companies are kind of saying, look, we want you to come in the office for a few days a week and then you can work remotely the rest of the time. Apple have said teams that require to work in person, we want them to be in the office four to five days a week. So almost going back to full-time um, in-person work in the way that we did before we had the COVID situation. The reasons they say they want to do that is because they think that when people are not working in person, that it's harder to create that energy in your team. It's harder to be creative and to, collabor and to collaborate. They feel the sense of community adds something to a team's performance. And, and everything that they're saying makes complete sense to me, neurobiologically, and I'm sure that they've done the work on that. 
So they've thought about how, what do we need to do to get our people's brains working properly. The challenge is, is that what's emerging from the employees is that they feel this is quite coercive and there looks like there's going to be some resistance to doing exactly what senior management want people to do. And I think this just paints a really interesting picture of it's okay knowing what we want our people to do, but actually how do we get them to do it? And maybe it's looking like Apple have possibly shot themselves in the foot a little bit here, just based on what I can read in these, in these press stories, because it looks like they've got a lot of angry staff. And one of the things that in, in our leadership uh, coaching and, and training programs, we teach leaders to be team, team power leaders that has four components, that has the role model, the action communicator, the cultural architect and the swap coach. And there are about 80, 90 habits that sit underneath those, those four areas that we help leaders to analyse themselves on these habits and to start building new helpful leadership habits. One of, the, one of the pieces of the cultural architect section of the, of the team power leadership model centres on empowerment and self-determination. And we know that self-determination is the most important type of motivation that we can have, or it's the most powerful type of motivation that we can have. When you're self-determined, you're going to be more likely to persist and to keep going, even when things are difficult. And self-determination is one, on one end of a continuum. The other end of the continuum is coercion. Is that I'm doing things because I've, I've been forced to do them almost. And we know that coercion is a really fragile type of motivation. People that are coerced to do things give in very quickly. And, and I think that's what we're seeing here is that the staff at Apple feel like they're being coerced to adopt a way of working which they maybe don't feel like they've had a say in. And, and there are ways and, and tools and techniques we can use to make people feel more empowered and more self-determined about these choices that have been made about the new world of work. So I just wanted to ex explore hybrid, flexible, agile work in this podcast, share some of the things we've been working on with our clients but also bring to life a, a real case study that's, that's out there at the moment. So I hope that's interesting and it's got you thinking. All the challenges that remote working bring are there to be overcome because that's what challenges are. And we can overcome them. You know, the, the science is very compelling here is that we can overcome these challenges of helping teams to work better, of helping leaders to lead better and helping people to get better at self-managing. And the best way that I understand to help people to do that is, is to train everyone to become a habit mechanic and to train the leaders and future leaders to become chief habit mechanics. And that's obviously what we do at Tougher Minds. But anyone can learn to start to become a habit mechanic and we've actually just made our level one habit mechanic course completely free to anyone who wants to take it. So if you go to the website, you can, you can sign up to the Level 1 Habit Mechanic course and start learning more about how your brain works and how you can start to 
get better at managing yourself and, and building better habits for health, happiness and performance. And once you've done that, you can learn how to become a chief habit mechanic so you can start helping other people to build better habits and, and create environments where it's as easy as them to, to do that as possible. So please do take us up on that offer, guys, of the Level 1 Habit Mechanic course, absolutely free at the moment. Lots more podcasts coming out in the near future on all the hot topics that we hear about uh, in the news and that are of interest to people. If there are any topics that you want us to cover or me to cover in these podcasts, just let me know. Uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn or send, or send us a message from the website because um, we want to create content that's really interesting for you. So until next time, stay safe and remember we're only ever one tiny small new habit away from being at our best and that's why it's important to adapt the habit mechanic mindset.